Welcome to Exposit the Truth, where it's all about the clear understanding of the living Word of God and how to apply it to everyday life. All right, here we have a part one of how to pray. A very big topic, and especially amongst Christians um, who, uh, if you're hearing this, um, you're probably curious, like, you know, am I praying the right way? And, and uh, so you're about to find out. <laughs> so... This is must be clarified, um, especially among um, the you know churchgoers, Christians, because there's a lot of professing Christians who don't know how to pray. All right, they say they're Christian, but they have absolutely no clue how uh, our God, um, how Christ Jesus teaches us to pray. So let me go ahead and read the Matthew six five through fourteen. Uh, But before I read it, the key takeaway is this. What is the correct way to pray? Uh, Many professing Christians say that they know, but when quoting scripture, all of a sudden they're in shock. Right? They're like, what? I have no clue. I've never heard of that before. It is extremely important to know and perform prayer properly so that uh, the words that we say, the time, the energy is not wasted into some different God or Jesus apart from the Bible. Yeah, you can make up your own Jesus. You can make up your own God and use the Bible to do that. There are many that do that, right? It's, it's called following your own opinions, right? Following your own desires, right? And and then just and just using the the God of the Bible or uh, Jesus from the Bible and just using his name, but praying to some other God completely different. Yes, there are those who do that. And that is a result of not knowing his word, right? You have to know his word. Uh, he is not some genie in a lamp, for starters, or a God in a box, like many people think. Prayer should not be just asking for things of this world or our own health or healing or miracles. Uh, he is God who spoke the entire universe into existence and knows every second of the future before it even happens. So let that sink in. All right. Okay, so reading uh, Matthew 6. I know that was a heavy intro, <laughs> but let's go into scripture reading here and then I'll uh, break it down. Uh, Matthew 6, starting in verse 5. When, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners uh, that they may be seen by others. These are religious people, right? That's a religion that they follow, right? Um, truly, I say to you, they have to receive their reward. Uh, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret, right? He knows you're doing that. He sees us every second of our life. And your father who sees this in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. 
those who trespass against us, right? When we trespass against God because of sin. And other people trespass against us because of sin, right? And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So you might be thinking, let me go rewind about, uh, go back and talk about, um, okay, so if God knows what I need before I ask, uh, before I ask, then why do I even need to pray, right? This is a common argument, right? And the simple answer is this, uh, because you love the Lord, you seek a relationship with Him, okay? And so, it, it, you know, more, if you want more explanation, go and check out my, um, Episodes on religion versus relationship, and then this may clarify it. But those who are a true Christian, we have a relationship with our Savior, a relationship with our God. And so we speak to Him on a regular basis, all the time. Okay? Uh, he's not a stranger to us, right? Just because He knows the future doesn't mean we are negligent. Right? Oh, he knows what I need. I don't need to pray. I don't need to do. That means you're just living for yourself when you go to that point. It's pretty obvious. So number one, and I'll touch more on that in a minute. Uh, but number one, uh, prayer is not ritualistic. The prayer is not ritualistic. Prayers are not to be merely recited, as some do, and some religions do. Okay, if you're in a place like that. It's not what how God taught us to pray. He just said it just now when I read his word, right? He said, do not do that. That, that, that may seem to others. Um, they do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. And then they think that they will be heard for their many. Uh, just reciting and being ritualistic. That's not how he teaches us to pray. That's not personal. That's not relational, right? Um. So prayers are not to be merely recited, nor are our words to be repeated thoughtlessly or as if they were automatic formulas. The clear violators are religious people who are more machines than they are human. If you go to a church where uh, they make you feel like a robot, I highly encourage you to find a different church where you feel the power and presence of God, right? Uh, that would mean. What, I, what does, that, does that mean? That means people, a group of true believers who have a true relationship with God, and you will see the difference. You will see the difference. There will be no ritualistic, you know, mumbo jumbo, hocus pocus stuff going on. Everything is from the heart. Everything is out of love. Those who truly believe, church should always be a joyful place uh, where you love to go, worshiping with tears of joy. Fervent prayer, right? Uh, and growing and learning always with the Lord, with the, with the word of the Lord. Always growing and always learning. Always. Number two is prayer is not selfish. It is selfless. Prayer is not selfish. It is selfless. Okay? So if uh, you're in this habit of doing what many people do, God, give me this, give me this, give me this. Amen. And that's all your prayer. <laughs> that is not a relational prayer. That's not the truthful way to pray. And I urge you to really 
change your mind, change your heart now, if you've been praying like that, and really know His words and pray according to His words. Okay? That's the many. That's the professing Christians. Right? That's the religious people. Right? Because that shows what comes out of a person comes out of their heart. What comes out of a person comes out of their heart. If all they are doing is praying for me, me, me all the time and what I need, what my family needs, I need more money, I need a better, you know, whatever, that comes out of their heart. They're not glorifying God. They are not glorifying God, right? Because you wouldn't pray like that if you did. So think about those words, you, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. All prayer, first of all, willingly submits to God's purposes, plans, and glory. Here's the question. With what you have been given in your life, where you work, uh, your time, energy, money, what are you doing with that? What are you doing with that? Are you just glorifying yourself by indulging in your yourself in this world? True selflessness does not hold anything back, but gives to God out of love, out of reverence. That's true love for God. Right? Actions come out, don't they? Uh, empty words do nothing. Once again, all prayer begins with glorifying and honoring God's kingdom first and not my own. Right? And this is one of the things about uh, when you give your, your, your uh, tithe or uh, percentage right, of offering. Um, and many of us are struggling because of you know, worsening economy, inflation, cost of living, and so forth. Um, so don't let anybody tell you or confuse you about it has to be 10% you have to give. You know your budget and you know what bothers you with, or not bothers you, but is an uncomfortable feeling when you give to God. He knows our heart. So, you know, as give as much as you can without, of course, compromising, um, having to pay bills and all that, you know, um, but Whatever you're giving, you you know that it's as you know you're giving as much as you can, uh, and with your heart, God will know that and bless you. Okay, um, so that that's quick. That's a quick note about side note about um, tithing or offering. But uh, true selflessness does not hold anything back, but gives God out of love and reverence. Once again, all prayer begins with glorifying and honoring. God's kingdom first and not my own. So why do I bring that up about tithing? Because that's a symbol. That's a surrender of your heart to say, God, you gave me this money. All right. You gave me this money and, you know, I trust you with it. I trust you with it. It's it's where your heart is at. It all belongs to you. I'm just a steward of these things that you put uh, uh, under me during the time I'm alive on this earth. It all belongs to you. Uh, with that being said, it is not a sin to ask for healing or a job, but just be aware of how you are asking it. All right? Do you want to just have more so you can have more money, a better job, and all these things? All right? Or do you truly plan to glorify God through it if He does bless you with it? You can't hide it. You can't hide anything from God. We, no one of us, none of us can. We cannot hide anything from Him. If you're praying to just have more, and that's it, He knows that. Okay, but if you're truly praying 
that if God blesses you with it, that you will glorify him with it, then he knows that too. And that's the kind of prayer that he, he might, or he will listen to, right? God, I plan to glorify you through this. And if you truly are planning to do that, and you truly will do that, um, that makes a huge difference, okay? Number three, prayer is always in humility, and it is personal, okay? It's in, prayer is always in humility, and it is personal, how, how do you speak to your parents? Hopefully it's personal, not like talking to a stranger, right? You trust them, you honor them, right? Keeping the promises. Um, I hope you that you speak respect to them, hopefully, right? Uh, why am I saying that? Actually, why does that even need to be said? You know, that's a given, you might say. Well, today's world is far different uh, than just like 50 or 60 years ago. Why is that even a question? Uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but three out of four families are broken, meaning the parents don't even exist. Okay, three out of four couples are divorced. Um, the family is broken; it's infiltrated because of you know sin and the falling apart of everything. Right? Uh, there is no more structure in the family anymore. Parents are uh, parents, or the parent is disrespected all the time because the fear of God and God's word is not in their life. Uh, it didn't always used to be like that. It didn't always used to be like that. So, um, but anyways, that's just a quick side note about um, the, the the reverence of how you speak. So it's difficult for if you don't have parents and your parents um, were not uh, relational, it's difficult to understand, maybe. But if you have some kind of figure... Uh, whether it's a grandparent or uncle or aunt um, or, or even, a, you know, anybody else in your life that spoke into your life and you respected them, you honored them. This, they are uh, the example of how you speak with humility and um, speaking personally. Okay. All right. And finally, number four is that prayer is needed for a spiritual renewal and cleansing because of our sin. Prayer is needed for a spiritual renewal and cleansing because of our sin. All right, Scripture teaches that God disciplines His children who disobey. Believers are to confess their sins in order to obtain a day-to-day cleansing. This sort of forgiveness is a simple washing from the worldly defilements of sin, not a repeat of the wholesale cleansing from sin's corruption that comes with justification it is like washing of the feet rather than a bath, right? For example, uh, forgiveness is a, in this latter sense is what God threatens to withhold from Christians who refuse to forgive others. So verse 14, I'll read it once more. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. And verse 11, give us a day, our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we are forgiven our debtors. Um, we have to forgive. We need to be forgiven first, and then we also need to forgive um, those who trespass us. Uh, verse 15, but if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So if you don't, if you don't ask for forgiveness and you don't forgive other people, of their sins, because we're all sinners, right? We're all sinners. Um, but if you're not 
you know, asking for forgiveness because of your sin and you're not forgiving other people, then, you know, just know that God is not going to forgive you either, okay? Um, and, that, and that's a serious thing. So, to sum it up, what is the response? How do I need to change the way I pray? All right, hopefully from this one lesson, the question arises within you. How do I need to change the way I pray? Um, am I glorifying God um, with all that I have and all that I am? Well, okay, so let's say you are praying the correct way and everything that you have heard me say just now, you've already been doing. Okay, so if I am the praying, if I am praying the way Christ taught me, uh, am I obeying Him while I am at work or school or around friends or strangers? Uh, am I doing that? That's a, that's a deeper question for you. Though. That's another question for you. Are, are you reflecting that at wherever you are? Every day, all the time. Right, there's no on and off switch here. If you're born again, you have chosen to give your Christ alive in you. You've given your life to You died to yourself. To make sure our prayers are heard and so, and so praying in the manner God teaches us is how we must pray because yes there is a difference between being heard and ignored there is a difference so with that said now you know a little bit more about 